Hello, everybody, and welcome to our special um, 30th episode of the Hub World podcast. Um, today, we have a big treat for you, something we've been building for episodes and episodes to um, our GameCube Essentials um, list. So today, I am your host. My name is Jules, and I am joined by... Matteo. Riley. Sarah. And Adriano. And we have Sarah and Adriano returning today to help us with this GameCube deliberation. Now, things are going to work a little different than we've done in the past with the Essentials. So in the in the past with the Essentials, everybody in the podcast has been contributing. Um, for today, I am actually not going to be contributing to the nominations or the deliberation. I am just going to serve as a mediator in the event of ties or in the in the event of medi- needing to mediate. But the discussion is actually going to be spearheaded by Matteo, Riley, Sarah, and Adriano, and they will be doing all the deliberating and nominating. And I'll just kind of be here walking everybody through. So just to remind our listeners at home, um, our Essentials series is about determining a console's essential games. To do that, we nominate um, a bunch of games that we feel are important to that console. We then create a short list, and from the short list, we break down what the five most essential games are. The kind of games we're looking for are games that we really feel defined that console, um, games that are still relatively accessible. Um, we don't want to recommend a game to you that you're not going to be able to go and play. And we do want to make sure that we're giving you a bit of variety in our list. So we're not just going to give you five games from the same series or from the same genre. We are going to give you a variety. We will let you all know at home, though, because this is the first console where this has been a thing is so gamecube will be the first time that third-party presence is really a major factor so we kind of came up with some ground rules for third parties um, and the way we're going to approach third parties for this gamecube essentials list as well as for any essentials list in the future where this is applicable is not all third parties are eligible to be nominated we are only going to consider third parties that are exclusive to the console or third parties that have some kind of um, unique version on the console. So maybe they have like additional characters or additional content on that console only. Um, but if it's a game that was like released on GameCube and PS2 and Xbox and the versions are the same, um, we're not really going to consider those because um, those can actually go into a different kind of category if, if we ever choose to do kind of like a third party from the generation essentials. Um, but that's something we might approach at a later date. So... With that being said, we are going to start by nominating some games. So our, ter- our speaking order today will be Mateo, and then Sarah, and then Riley, and then Adriano. Um, they're each going to nominate up to four games, and then we'll, we'll go from there. So I'll leave it to you. Mateo, would you like to nominate your first game? Yes. And I've actually, like when I was crafting my list, this is like the one that I knew I wanted to say for sure, and I feel like I'm probably going to be the only one to say this game, but arguably my favorite GameCube game. It's definitely in my top five, but it's my favorite racing game on the GameCube, and that is F-Zero GX. F-Zero GX, honestly, like, it's the last console F-Zero game that's been made, but it's not the last F-Zero game there's been that's been made. There was a few not-so-great Game Boy Advance games that came out after, but this is F-Zero firing at all cylinders. There was a massive cast of characters, huge amount of... Uh, tracks to race on it's f-zero it's it's as fast as it's ever been it's really tough but it's fair you could have like you could collect vehicle parts and customize your own vehicles their appearance so they're also their logo and like their colors and stuff so like you have complete 
creative freedom on what you're you you can have on a created car the soundtrack is phenomenal and i honestly attribute that with the fact that sega helped or sega actually made the game completely and it was a weird crossover between nintendo and sega but then the story mode is fantastic like it, the 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 in, like the this not the material itself because the story mode was really tough and i never beat it so i just had to watch the cutscenes. but like the the cinematics are awesome. You get to see the personality of Captain Falcon and all the other F Zero characters, and that's never been done before, and it hasn't been done since because there hasn't been F Zero games. <laughs> but like I said, just the amount of content in this game is incredible. The, like I think the cast of characters is over thirty, and that was like it doubled. I think the amount that was in the previous F Zero game on N sixty four. So like you're constantly buying characters, buying parts. It's so fun. Like multiplayer racing is so fun as well like visually the game holds up to this day it's probably one of the best looking games on the system for my money like it's it's the complete package f-zero gx if you can find it and want to play it i highly recommend it it's such a great it's such a blast so my first nomination is f-zero gx all right awesome my first nomination on this list is going to be paper mario thousand year door um it's not the very first and it's not the very last of the series but i think it really defines the series i maybe it's not a personal preference but i think it is the best one um most iconic the characterization the style the way that you play the game it's it's beautiful it's art so that's my first nomination yes if i had a stake in this i would echo that it is fantastic it's fantastic. It's a great game. I think Super Paper Mario is better, but that's a discussion for another day. That'll happen. That'll be something that we'll definitely have to discuss. Fun fact, that is something we did discuss in the last Hub World episode. I don't think we outright like came out and said what the last episode was, so that's a hint right there. There you go, the last episode. Okay, Riley. Okay, I'm going to get this one out of the out of the way right away cuz I think it's it has to be on here. At least someone has to say it, and I'm going to say uh Metroid Prime. It is a fantastic adaptation of the 2D Metroid formula into 3D, and I think it is absolutely essential GameCube playing. It is uh has great music, great gameplay, great atmosphere, pretty good story. I would say it's uh it could get a little annoying if you don't like puzzles and exploration, but uh so maybe it's not great for small children, but everyone else should it has, you know, it's enjoyable for everyone, I reckon. Yeah, I said I wouldn't add too much, but I'm going to add on to that, Riley. It is it is very uniquely GameCube. Like, it started in GameCube, and, like, for the most part, it's, like, a GameCube game, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, Adriano, what's your first nomination? All right. Well, my first nomination has to be Pokemon Coliseum. It's, it is Pokemon done right. I don't think it was done by Game Freak. Um, but includes the first three uh, generations, and it has such a unique mechanic. Uh, also, it's like one of the first Pokemon console games, and really, they, they, it's still, I think, in my opinion, better <clears throat> better than the Switch Pokemon games, even graphics-wise. And just the unique, the unique mechanic of stealing <laughs> other players' Pokemon that have been abused, Shadow Pokemon, and purifying them and opening their hearts is, is pretty amazing. Amazing story, very long game. Amazing. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I'm one of my Can I ask people. a follow-up? I'm curious. Adriano, what made you pick Pokemon Coliseum over, say, Pokemon XD, the sequel? 
Well, because it's the first game, and story-wise, you know, it just opens up the series for you. And I've I've actually never played the sequel yet. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I should probably preface this by saying the only I I chose one because I feel like it's way more accessible than Metroid Prime Two. Yeah, and that's fair. Like I think also picking the first game has a lot of merit because it it's a foundation, right? And I was just curious, not because I think that you should pick Pokemon XD. To be fair, I I actually think Pokemon Coliseum is a fantastic game and I, I think that's a great choice uh mateo your second pick please so for me similarly to the n64 the gamecube is another system that is truly defined by not only the quant the quantity of multiplayer games but the quality of multiplayer games and for my money the single best multiplayer game on the, the nintendo gamecube is super mario strikers and I'm going to die on this hill. Like, and I think we've mentioned in our Mario Sports podcast, but how much better Super Mario Strikers is compared to its sequel. Mario Strikers, like, there's so many different ways to play. You can play with, with items, without items, with Bowser attack, without Bowser attack. There's no story. There's no, like, filler, anything like that. It's all about the multiplayer gameplay. I think the most important thing Strikers did for the Mario series was it really pushed these personalities that mario characters never really had before you like you could see how like crazy waluigi was in strikers or like the underdog sort of cowardly personality of luigi would come through also there the over the top wario personality like every character was really emotive and since the strikers series Nintendo's definitely dialed that back and it is really unfortunate but the gameplay of Strikers is so addictive you picked your captain you picked your three secondary players and it was so satisfying like headbutting people and like headbutting them into the electric fences like it's that yeah. that game is just oozing with personality and not to mention like the gameplay itself is just so fun like I just can't get enough of it like i still go back to play mario strikers it's it's fast paced it's just so so fantastic and nintendo really i feel like since the gamecube era hasn't really come anywhere close to reaching the levels of basically all the mario sports games i think for the most part were at best on gamecube so with that i really 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 i can't speak highly enough about this game so Mario Strikers is my second pick. Amen, Mateo. Mario Strikers is by far my favorite of the Mario sports games. I have such positive memories associated with the game. It's, it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, my second nomination kind of ties in with my first nomination, where I think a newer player might have a better experience with this game as opposed to its predecessors that came out later on later consoles. So my second nomination is going to be Luigi's Mansion. I love Luigi's yes. Mansion. I think the original Luigi's Mansion is by far better than the sequels that came out. Not to say that the sequels were bad games, but I think that you get such a unique experience with the original Luigi's Mansion that a lot of other games don't offer. A lot of other Mario games even don't offer. And what other game are you going to get a character named Booz, Booz Woggle in? Booz Woggle is prime character naming, and I will stand by that. I will die with that. I love Luigi's Mansion. The thing I really, really like about Luigi's Mansion is the fact that, like, that was basically the first game to come out of the system. It was a launch title when in 2001, and, like, it's still arguably one of the best-looking games 
on the GameCube. It the art styles really stood the test of time. The then the other thing that I liked about Luigi's Mansion, the first game in particular, is that it's so replayable. You can breeze through that game in three hours or four hours if you want, but then you can also take your time and have a more full experience. Yeah, it's meant to be replayed. It's very similar to games like Star Fox 64, where like you can just finish a game and then start it up again and then go for a run and you get all the booze or something like that. And it's it's so fun. Like I love that game. Me too. <laughs> it really firmly established Luigi's um, like personality too. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, great nomination. So we go to Riley for your second nomination, Riley. Okay, I'm going to go... While we're on the... Well, I guess we're not really on the topic, but Mateo brought up multiplayer games. I think I'm going to pick the uh, you know the multiplayer game on GameCube. As far as most of us, most of our childhoods were concerned, I'm going to go with Melee. Super Smash Bros. Melee. Yeah, Melee is my first Smash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the one I played the most. I did play 64 beforehand, but I think Melee just... It improved on everything that 64 did. I still, to this day, think Smash... I know it's an unpopular opinion of this group of friends. I still think Melee is the best Smash Bros. game. Just in terms of, you know, actually playing it. I like the, te- I like the, text, or the, the technical ceiling it has. And regardless of how people feel about where Smash has gone or hasn't gone, the point of the matter is Melee is the foundation of modern Smash. Like, is, Smash 64 is so different. It's, Melee is what established modern Smash. Absolutely. That's very true, yeah. I find that after Malay, things kind of strayed a little bit, but I feel like the Switch version really sort of brought it back a little bit. Like, the one thing that sets Melee apart from all the other Smashes to me is the heaviness of it. Like, when you move, when you hit, it feels... You can feel it. Like, it feels like an actual hit, not so cartoonish. Um, yeah. So, I, I feel like it brought back kind of that weight, the, the Switch version. Uh, and also, yeah, Mateo, I totally agree with Strikers. I think one thing, fuck yeah, one thing that, <laughs> one thing that just makes me laugh about it so much is that if, when, when you compare it to the stark contrast of actual soccer, when yeah. you lightly nudge somebody and they go flying and pretend that they broke their arm. Meanwhile, in Strikers, well, you can tackle somebody and hey, let's add electric fences to it. Why There's not? There's no three Gavarius Strikers. It's like, let, let's let's make no distinction between football or soccer. Let's just—it's going to be yep. the same sport right now. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, Adriano, <laughs> what's your second? Uh, My uh, second one, although I haven't played it very much, I know it's extremely popular and one of a kind. Kirby's Air Ride. I played it um, not long ago, and uh, like for really like the first time. I've only played maybe once multiplayer at a friend's house, probably Gino. And um, but the first thing that hit me when I played it, like you know, just booted it up on my own. It it sounds and looks like, especially the menu, exactly like Malay. It's made yeah, by the yeah. same by the same guy. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like the items and like when it comes to like I guess I guess the items and I don't know if it's just badges or something. It kind of reminds me of yeah, just the same stuff that you'd find in in some Smash Bros. games. It's very interesting. Kind mm-hmm. of a, kind of a, racing game, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing, fine. though. Just to add on what you said about Kirby Air Ride, there's three main modes in that game, I think. But the only one that's really worth playing is City Trial. But like, and I don't mean that like as a, as like a 
slight against the game to like knock it down but like it's just me like that there's this that one mode is so fantastic it overshadows the other two and this the city trial is so replayable like it's kirby air ride is like another phenomenal multiplayer game on the gamecube and like you can adjust how long you want it you can play with up to four people and you just build your stats for your vehicle you can change your vehicle you can like prioritize speed prioritize weight offense defense stuff like that and all these other v uh the stars that you can uh, ride on with kirby they all have different advantages and disadvantages that depend on like what the mini game is at the end of the city trial that you're building towards and there's events and stuff on the stage that totally like add a layer of random like random uh like it's a total random element that comes and like could screw you over completely or really benefit you. And this, it's brilliant, honestly. Like, and in Super Smash Bros. for 3DS, they kind of had a similar mode to City Trial called Smash Run. Yes, that's, that's what I thought. That's the comparison I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, it, it, it basically is, it's almost identical to Kirby Air Ride in terms of like you're building your stats up to have a challenge at the end. And it's just, fantastic like kirby air ride is a phenomenal game and can't say it enough that's where i drew that comparison how even the icons of like the speed up icon or the the harder hitting icon or the defense Mm -hmm. up icon it it reminded me of kirby's air ride and and mind you i did play kirby's air ride after smash bros so that that's Mm -hmm. as we go so yeah i I should play that game more i'm thinking yep next time we hang out at my place we're playing kirby air ride it sounds good (laughs) (laughs) so Believe it or not, all four of my nominations have been said, so I'm going to have to dig into the reserves. <laughs> um, so I think I'm going to play it safe right now, and I'm going to nominate Wind Waker. Legend of Zelda Wind Waker is its a classic. It's a timeless classic, and it was my first game I ever played on GameCube because Gino and I, we bought GameCube a few years after it came out, so that was the, the first game we played on it, and like... Like, we had basically been playing Nintendo 64 until, like, two, three years into the GameCube lifespan. So, like, it was just such a, a like, breath of fresh air to be like, holy cow, like, this is what games look like now. And, and look, we never thought Wind Waker looked terrible because, like, there was people back then that would said, oh, the art style's awful and something. No, Wind Waker looked like a cartoon. And at the time, like, as a kid, like, I'd watch cartoons and I'd play Zelda and be like, wow, like, this is it's crazy how a video game can look like a TV show or a movie now. Like it, it was mind blowing. And then like within that though, if you look into the, the actual story of the game, I don't really want to get into like spoilers or anything, just in case you're like one of the crazy people I've never played wind waker, but (laughs) there's, yeah, the game looks all happy go lucky and, and has like the, the cartoonish visuals, but there's actually a very serious, like, it's not super serious, but, like, it's, the, the story is a little darker and a little more serious than what you would think a game that looks like that would be. And the combat is even, like, it's a super refined version of the Ocarina of Time combat. The level designs and dungeon designs, pretty great. The Wii U version of the game really ironed out a lot of the kinks. So that would be the version I would suggest people play. Even if we're just talking about the GameCube one, it still looks fantastic. The, the The graphics have aged very well. And a lot of GameCube games surprisingly have. But, like, 
go just quickly like the, the writing the characters king of red lines is a fantastic companion in the game and i just love the soundtrack like it's zelda games have phenomenal music and like every single game in the zelda series does and wind waker is no exception like outset island's phenomenal windfall island dragon roost island the great sea oh just this banger after banger in that game i just love that this the story of the hero of uh, was it's the hero of winds right in wind waker yeah yeah um, his story, I just find, is super appealing. I, I think it's like, it, the adventure he goes on is so grand and so epic, and I just love how it's presented in that game. It's just I can't say enough good things about it. A lot of the time, though, when I played Wind Waker, the like the first time, I was relegated to being like on Tingle Tuner duty because Gino wouldn't let me play. But <laughs> Wind Waker at one time was my all-time favorite Zelda game, and I still cherish it. And it's it's just still super memorable and like. I want to go back to playing it, but I'm so worried that, like, if I go to the effort to plug the Wii U in again and play Wind Waker HD, oh, two weeks later, I'll get announced for Switch. And, like, I, I just, I'm waiting for a newer way to play that game. I just don't want to go back to the Wii U. Oh, my gosh. I know that feeling. <laughs> yep. Well, you stole my third nomination. <laughs> Y'all knew it was coming from one of us, I'm sure. Our audience, yeah. I'm sure, knows well by now that there are plenty of Zelda fans among us. <laughs> so Wind Waker was going to come from me um, as well. And obviously, I'm glad that we can all agree on the greatness of Wind Waker. <laughs> it is really, really an amazing Zelda game. And the lore of it, the story, I think it really expands on what Zelda is and what the potential of what Zelda could have been at the time. And I feel like that's possibly where some of the criticism comes from it because it is quite different when you're talking about the story elements of it. But I love how unique and how creative it is. And if we're talking about GameCube and a must play on the GameCube and what defines the GameCube as unique to other consoles, I think that having a very unique Zelda game on there is you know, an important addition to our list. So I'm not sure if I should pick another one from the hat to have four nominations. Um, <laughs> or if Wind Waker is just strong enough to make it from both of us. Um, I'll go ahead and throw in Super Mario Sunshine then. Choice. Yeah, Super Mario Sunshine's a great game. I think Super Mario Sunshine was um, really helped define the era of GameCube and how unique the games were that were coming to the GameCube was. and. Um, I actually haven't played the new port, uh, for the Switch of Sunshine. I've heard that there's problems with it, so I'm not sure if GameCube is the best way to play it, but I love Sunshine. I think that it is super fun, super cute. Um, it, it takes Mario in a different direction. I'm glad you said it, Sarah. Super <laughs> Mario Sunshine is the unsung hero of the Super Very Mario underrated. franchise. Very underrated. <laughs> I don't know if it's just my nostalgic ties because I've heard a lot of criticisms of Sunshine recently since the new game came out. And I didn't realize that so many people didn't enjoy Sunshine, but I loved it. It has such like positive, it just makes me happy to play. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things that you don't play when you're like stressed out or want like a super, like, I don't know, challenge, but it makes me happy. It brings joy. <laughs> it's very unique in what it does. And I think that's what's important about like recognizing it is that you're not getting that experience anywhere else. Like that's... That's Super Mario Sunshine only. Yeah. Know? Well, great one. Um, Riley, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to... This is probably no one else is going to say it, and I alluded to it earlier. 
I think I'm going to go with uh, Twin Snakes. If you're playing on the lower difficulties, the changes they made with like the first person stuff makes some of the bosses way easier than in the original. Especially given your experience with MGS1, I, I assume it's way more accessible to other people. I would like to play Metal Gear Solid The Twin Snakes because my experience with Metal Gear Solid 1 from the PS1, while uh, like we constantly joke about it, because basically the running joke is that the entire game, I was saying to Riley, I hate this game, I hate this game, I hate this game. The second the credits rolled, I was like, what a brilliant game. But <laughs> it's a really good game. It's just the first, like the original is barred with very outdated mechanics and like the characters yeah, don't so have faces. That being and like said, it's... I'd go so far as to, but actually, sorry, go on, go on with your criticism. Of one of my favorite games. No, I'm okay. just, no, no, I'm just saying that's why I'm like intrigued by Mugger Solid the Twin Snakes because I know it's more in line with the later Metal Gears, but like reinterpreting the first one. So yeah. like, it's it's like you know. two basically. It's it's Metal Gear Solid one with two's engine. But yeah, so that's that's the reason why I'd say it's probably the definitive way to play MGS one. It's just a lot more successful, and MGS one is a fantastic game. Phenomenal. It's the most self-contained story. Like if if you're gonna play any Metal Gear Solid game and only play one, you probably should just play the first one. <laughs> the rest would be confusing. But yeah, really good game. Adriano, go ahead. Soul Caliber Two. <laughs> that was dramatic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's a great game. I yes, like I know it's on PS2 and on Xbox, but each has their own unique playable character exclusive to that console and gamecube's exclusive character is none other than link where else are you going to play link in a fighting game like an actual fighting game it's true it's just epic and all his moves just oh it's beautiful i beat the whole game as him and it's just it's just oh I and love Soul Cal too. I'm glad yeah. you made it, but I think the definitive one is on Xbox. I think Spawn is a better addition to it. True, but we're not arguing what the definitive version is. We're just Fair enough. okay. Regardless of how you feel, we're not arguing what the definitive version of Soul Cal two is. We're arguing that it should be here, and I think it's a good, good game to definitely one of the best Soul Cal games, if not the. That's I'd one. say it's the best one. Yeah. That could be nostalgia talk. Who knows? You can collect all of Link's weapons and uh, the four different tunic colors. It's just so cool. Yeah, yeah, the engine is really good too. It's like still like when you go back and play it, it's still really really good. Yeah, um, yeah, and like graphics wise, like even if you're playing it on console, but like even on PC, it just it still looks really smooth, really good. Not it's not like all polygons or anything. Very good, uh, Mateo. Your final nomination of the night. I was going to joke around and nominate the GameCube preview disc. Oh, <laughs> but <I'm not>. but <laughs> the game that I am going to nominate was on the GameCube preview disc, and that's where I first experienced it. And I actually, like, I put way too many hours into it, and I'm not proud of it. But, uh, and that's, it's Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, a game that was only released on GameCube and has never been re-released since. Billy Hatch and the Giant Egg is the one of the most charming games I've ever played. It's so weird. Like, you roll eggs over fruit to hatch the egg, and then whatever's in the egg is like a power-up, whether it's like an, uh, a companion or a, a speed boost or attack boost or like Sonic and Knights, I think, 
were even in the egg because like there was a special egg that had like the sonic team logo on it because the game was made by sonic team and it had like sega characters in there and it was really really cool and like it's super charming it was a four-player game there's an advantage to not hatching your egg when it's fully grown because you could deal a lot of damage to people you can like rush your egg into people you could throw it and then like hold it in place and then call it back it was really, really cool, and like it's such a unique multiplayer mode because once you have your companion, you can just not roll an egg around and start attacking people. Like it's, I know I'm talking a lot about eggs, but like it, it sounds ridiculous, but it's really, really, really fun. And then there was a single player campaign that was actually like I remember it being a little challenging, but I don't know if that was because I was a dumb kid and like couldn't do it. The music in that game is super charming. Like, do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube and look for the Billy Hatcher main theme. I'm just thinking about it now, and it's stuck in my head. Like, it's super catchy. I just love Billy Hatcher. It's another one of those, like, seminal multiplayer games that I played on GameCube. There's just so many of them. I'm so happy that we all nominated a lot of multiplayer games so far. The N64's slogan was, like, it's the fun machine because it was multiplayer. Like, a lot of multiplayer games. But I think the GameCube really had like a, a higher quality and a higher number of really phenomenal multiplayer experiences. So I'm, I'm closing mine out with Billy Hatcher and the giant egg. Go play it. <laughs> That's not going to happen, but. <laughs> okay. Awesome. And on to Sarah. My final nomination. So this list was really hard for me to compose because I had to separate between what's actually iconic to the GameCube and what do I just love so much because of nostalgia. Like my favorite Mario Party game is Mario Party 4. My favorite uh, Mario Kart game is Mario Kart Double Dash. And I think that those things are truly amazing. But would I recommend a Mario Kart or a Mario Party to a new player? Probably not. My fourth recommendation is actually going to be Animal Crossing. And with Animal Crossing blowing up, with um it kind of like the fan base of animal crossing expanding so much with animal crossing's release on switch i still think that this is a good revisit because new horizons does not offer what animal crossing gamecube offers animal crossing gamecube is really different than the other animal crossing games and um aren't the villagers like hard they are so hard to (laughs) <laughs> they are straight up bullies. They're straight up mean to you. I think that other Animal Crossing games really serve friendship to you on a silver platter. Animal Crossing GameCube is so much more realistic in the fact that not everybody loves you. And actually, if you treat them poorly, they will run into their house when they see you. You can walk by them and they will make a dash to the door. You actually have to be a good neighbor to get anywhere in Animal Crossing GameCube. Um, and I think that that's, that's a good lesson. <laughs> I heard it actually made people cry. Like even Rossetti, like Bro, yelling so people, people, like like it made some girls cry. They call you <laughs> like a rat. Well, just straight up yells at you. Like yeah. that's okay. That's the DS version. Oh. <laughs> he harasses you. I was literally on a conversation with Rossetti for two hours. Eight years old. Like no, but um, Animal Crossing GameCube is truly iconic to that hey. era. And, it's and you want to talk about value. Not only do you get Animal Crossing, but you get a boatload of NES games, like the actual like ROMs of NES games in their full state are in that game, and you could play like all those games so in there. Cool. Seems just iconic. Yeah. And I think being like the first fully released Animal Crossing to the rest of the world, um, it is pretty I'm gonna explore it. We'll see. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> okay, Riley. I right, can you 
do Adriano first. I'm still deciding on the last one. I have a couple in my head. I'm... Sure, Adriano, if you've got your final one, why don't you go on ahead? Okay, well, I guess it's not exactly the final final, but I can't believe it's gone so far and has not been mentioned. Star Fox Adventures! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I didn't think it would make it. Thank you, Adriano. Now, I got really, really far in this game when I had my GameCube, along with Twilight Princess. Uh, and uh, I won't go into details, but uh, yeah, my memory card got chipped upwards and I lost everything I ever worked for as a kid. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, and also, you know, I own the game, so I can honestly, I can admit, I, 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 I ripped it and and tried to play it on my computer but um for some reason that game doesn't actually emulate very well so um we'll see i I gotta go back and play it again sometime but yeah about the game itself um everybody has compared it to like a zelda-like star fox game and it's just so very very interesting um one thing I had hoped, I'm not, I, again, I haven't completed the game, so I don't know if they have more of it, but one thing I had hoped to see more was a little bit more um, R-Wing action. Like, you only really used your R-Wing to go from planet to planet, and these short little escapades uh, from planet to planet. That's kind of like Star Fox 64, in which, uh, if I remember correctly, the way you move around, like you shoot bombs and such, it's kind of like a little mission like that, but... It's just very short, in my opinion. I would like to see more of that in some way. Um, but yeah, the, the story element of it all, uh, the twists and turns, the exploration, is just really cool, and uh, I hope to play that game again. And might I mention, Rare's final game yep. with Nintendo. Wow. Yeah, as a part of Nintendo, yeah. Because they'd made other games for Nintendo later on, the, yeah, the but... Game Boy Advance and DS, but like... Yeah, that doesn't count. That game was... It did mark the end of an era, though. So, yeah. Um, okay, Riley, have you decided on the final nomination? We're, we're going to have an honorable mentions list, right? Because there's a bunch that yes, we Yes, you can about. mention a bunch of honorable mentions. Me too, me too. Me too. <laughs> so, I was debating right before he Adriano said Adventures. I was thinking of nominating Assault. Now, I don't know if we can have two Star Fox games. You can, because it, they won't necessarily make the final, but you can absolutely mention it for the short list. Two very different games, if I remember. This, they are yep. very, very different. They are very different. In fact, so, I think Assault is more of like the R-Wing action that I was hoping for. Yeah, it for. is. Yeah. Love R-Wing and vehicle stuff. There we go. It's a little bit on foot, but it's not an adventure game. It's very much more an action game. There so, we go. Hand in hand. Okay, then I will go with Assault. There's another Ooh. one that I wanted to nominate, but I haven't played enough to actually verify. And that's it's also fair. Not, not, not as accessible. I don't think it's easy to yeah, get. Yeah, that's it. okay. You can talk so, about yeah. it during honorable mentions, but talk okay, about so, Starbucks Assault a bit. So yeah, Assault is uh, not necessarily a story continuation because that's adventure, but it's very much a spiritual successor to uh, to Star Fox 64, which is one of my favorite games ever. I, I don't know if I can say it improved on everything because I feel like a lot of the rail sections were weaker than in 64, but in terms of story development and sandbox changes, I feel like it was definitely a step forward, and I feel like its multiplayer was way better than Star Fox 64. I will come out and say, like, we were all talking about multiplayer games, the epitome of multiplayer for me was Star Fox Assault. My friends and I played probably thousands of hours on that game. That was my first experience with shooting games. Like, I played the crap out of that game. It's it's fun as hell. Yeah, like, it's real fun. 
Like I, other than that, I don't know. I don't really have a lot to say about because it it's a Star Fox game. But oh, cool! Well, I have a surprise for y'all. Let's hear it. I am going to nominate a game for the shortlist because oh. I feel, I, even though I'm not supposed to be here, <laughs> I'm going, really should be mentioned. I'm gonna, there's one game that I feel really needs to be mentioned on a GameCube GameCube list, and of course, I'm not going to make like I'm not going to push for it in the deliberation. I just feel like it should at least be mentioned on the shortlist. Hey, um, but I really think Pikmin Two needs to be here. Um, Pikmin yeah. was started on the GameCube. It's very unique. It's very, even though it's niche, it's never become hyper popular. It's a very very like incredibly well done series. It's Miyamoto's like new baby after all of his other stuff. Um, and that the first one was a little hard to get into because of the day cycle that kind of made it hard. But Pikmin Two elaborated in every way. Pikmin Two is still the best Pikmin game. Um, and I think all the Pikmin games are great. But I thought I'd just mention that I think Pikmin Two should be here. Pikmin Two was on my honorable mentions. Like I, I remember, like we were talking about having a five-game list or four-game list. If we were going to have a five-game list, Pikmin 2 was going to be my fifth. And unfortunately, had to scrap it. Well, but I'm, I pulled rank. It, there yeah. you go. Uh, I'm totally okay. fine with that. Well, let's hear some honorable mentions that we can... So, for honorable mentions, we don't really need to go into a lot of detail about like why we're mentioning them, but like let's just give the viewers... like We've given you 17 games that we're going to deliberate, but here's some other games that we think that are worth checking out on the GameCube. Uh, how about Mateo give us uh, give us some? Give us yours, and then we'll go go in the tar- talking like, order. All of, all, do, you want, like, do I say all of sure, mine? Give, or? Them all. give them all. I only got two that haven't been said. Very quickly, I want to talk more about one than the other so quickly i'm just going to say mario superstar baseball uh like i, I said just, uh, so i think God. it's better than the wii one also and i know it's, that might be unpopular to a lot of people but um, sluggers? sluggers is the wii one superstar oh. baseball is uh gamecube um oh, and huge cast of characters really fun i still play it every once in a while it holds up but I just don't think it's as good as other Mario sports games, but it's still really solid and definitely worth the honorable mention. And my last honorable mention is Wario World. <laughs> I, I knew it was not, coming. I do not know why Nintendo has not attempted to do another 3D platformer with Wario as the lead. And after, after Wario World, Wario's been confined to WarioWare. And WarioWare is fine, but like Wario World is short and it's a little a little wonky at times and like i get the criticism for the game but it's still like i think given another chance it could work so well like it could give wario another chance in at any platformer really it doesn't have to be a 3d platform well, I mean, but, like i'm gonna chime in on world world because i have world world i've played it like 20 times i'm glad world where happened i don't want another Wario world I don't think Wario works that well in 3D, but I'm glad that he got a chance because it worked well enough for me to be like, "Yeah, I'm glad I did this once." But I'm good. I just I love I love the pause screen in that game where Wario just like makes fun of you yeah. and the music is good too. Yeah, the music's phenomenal. <laughs> He's so aggressive too. He like, oh man, <laughs> get out of here. So yeah, those are oh, my two okay. honorable mentions. Awesome. Okay, Sarah, you got some honorable mentions for us. We do have some honorable mentions. So I have a pretty long list of honorable mentions, but I'll keep it kind of short. And I'm only going to elaborate on maybe one or two of them. My first one I do need to elaborate on, though, because I think it deserves it. So my first honorable mention is going to be Twilight Princess. 
Twilight Princess is my second favorite Zelda game of all time. And as somebody who absolutely loves the Zelda franchise, that is a very high position. Um, the only reason why I did not nominate Twilight Princess on the GameCube version is because I think that it was done better on the Wii. I think that it's funner to play on the Wii. Um, so I'm saving that for the Wii list, but I love Twilight Princess. It is a flawless game. I have no issues at all with Twilight Princess. I love it so much. Um, so my other honorable mentions are going to be uh, Mario Kart Double Dash, as previously mentioned. It is my favorite Mario Kart game. I think it is the most fun Mario Kart game to play, and it is quite unique. And, you know, it could have definitely been a nomination thinking back on it now. Preach. Preach. Uh, yeah, Double Dash supremacy. Um, double Dash, but that's all I'm going to say. I double Dash is so good. Um, my second, I've already mentioned as well, is Mario Party 4. I find it has the most replay value for a Mario Party game for Preach. me. Um, I love Mario Party 4. Uh, another honorable mention will be Pokemon XD. Um, I have more. Hold up. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll pass the baton on to somebody else. No, I wanted to actually mention Super Monkey Ball. Um, I couldn't nominate it because it is not exclusive to the GameCube. Um, but I love it. It is very fun, and I'm glad that it's coming back. Highly recommend to play that. And also, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. Again, not a GameCube exclusive, but an amazing GameCube game. Definitely play it. I've heard it's been nerfed on the Switch. Get the GameCube version. Hey, All right. good games there. I have a few, few nominations or honorable mentions. First one I like to uh, to uh, mention for my boy Brandon. Who he affect, what he affection, affectionately refers to as Mario's Golf, not Mario Golf Toadstool Tour. Yeah, that is his favorite solid. game ever. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Mario Golf games, but I know a lot of our friends are. Give a shout out to the homies. The ones I actually genuinely endorse, however, are going to be. I don't. Again, I know it's not the definitive one, and if it were to be on the list, it'd probably be on the PS2. But I think Resi Four is a phenomenal game that everyone should play, assuming they are, you know of an age where they can handle traumatic images without ha- resulting in severe scarring of the, the psyche. Uh, what else? Oh, Eternal Darkness is a game that I intend to play one day that I own. It's probably not that not not that available anymore. It was like a $120 game before the GameCube price boom, so I don't know how much it is now. It's probably very, very expensive and hard to find, but I've heard nothing but good things about it, and as one of the, other than the Resident Evil games, one of the the few survival horror experiences on GameCube, I feel like it deserves a shout out. Metroid Prime 2, which I feel is a fantastic game. Just as good, if not better, than Metroid Prime 1 in certain aspects, but mm-hmm. very much annoying in others. At the behest of my brother, who I'm worried will heckle me afterwards if I don't, should also mention the Resi 1 remake. Ah. Which is was made for GameCube from the ground up in the same manner as Twin Snakes. I didn't know that. I gotta play those games. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay, Adriano, what do you got? Honorable uh, mentions. Well, similarly on that note, it also I just found out it also came out on PS2. Um, but I only, only ever played it on GameCube, and it recently got a port on Steam, which is the port of this GameCube version, and just the controls they do not transfer over whatsoever. It's Killer Seven. Now, it's actually quite a rare game on the GameCube. I managed to snag it for $20 from a coworker, thank God. Um, but apparently it goes for, it can be up to $100, um, but you can find it for like 50 on Amazon. 
Um, it's really interesting. It's a game that's on track. So you press A to move forward, B to move backwards, which is very, very interesting for a shooting game. Very interesting. And uh, it's, it's unlike any other game style-wise I've ever played. It's made by Suda51. Yeah, uh, that. And uh, then there's Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Yeah, uh, very unique on even that uh, you can connect it to your game to your uh, Game Boy Advance, and uh, you can play with the Chow Garden. It's really cool. I remember I used that feature because I had Sonic Advance. And then, as previously mentioned, my memory card got chipped up, and I lost my Chow. It was really heartbreaking. Poor Chows. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I will. I'm gonna just drop a few honorable mentions. One on my behalf, and one on behalf of another Hub World member. Um, but Joe would not forgive me if I didn't mention his favorite GameCube game of all time as an honorable mention. Um, now, you must have a very specific taste to enjoy this game, but none- nonetheless, I'm going to mention it. Pokemon Channel is one of Joe's favorite games. He swears by it, lives by it, dies by it. Um, <laughs> that watching TV with Pokemon is the one of the best Pokemon experiences he's ever had. Um, he often borrowed that game from me. Um, it's uh, quite an expensive game now, from what I hear, and I can't find my copy. So, okay. And then the other one I'll say on my behalf, which of course, like, had I been part of this, I still wouldn't have put on the list because it's impossible to find or play. But if it ever gets a remake, I highly recommend, which is Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. Again, don't even try to find this game. You can't afford it. You will not find it. But if you ever had the option of somehow playing it, then I would uh, I would highly recommend it's Ike's first game. It's really charming. It's a really great game. Um, it's good enough to the point that I blackmailed Riley to sell it to me when he got it because I really wanted it because I'm an Ike stan. So I bit the bullet a few months ago and and bought it. I got a pretty good deal on it, and it's on. It's like I I cleared a bunch of games off my backlog the last few years. Now it's just built right back up, and that's one of the games I really want to get to. Highly recommend. It's very good. Okay, so we have our list of 17 games here. It's a pretty good list. I don't know how you guys are going to be able to deliberate this one. This is probably our craziest, like most varied list, and I'm interested to see where the discussion goes. But um, in sake of time, we will split this into a two-parter. So tune in in a couple days. We're going to post the second part, which will include our deliberation and the final five of what our GameCube Essentials is. Um, But for now, hit like, hit subscribe, leave a comment if you want to weigh in on what you think. Um, Hit us up on Spotify. As always, if you're a Geno fan, you know, don't hit like, don't hit subscribe. In fact, leave YouTube. Um, (laughs) But, you know... That's how you talk about our Geno. But yeah, so we'll, we'll see you all later. We'll see you in a few days for our part two. See everybody. Bye! Bye. Bye.